another day, another day with the gardeners. Can you guys hear that? I do not understand the gardening situation at my apartment complex. And yes, I am very aware that this is a first world problem, okay? Um, like, let's just be real. It is a first world problem. I don't pay these gardeners. Like, it's part of the complex that I live in. But I think that this, they are, like, something's going on because it is the most poorly executed gardening situation okay i shouldn't even speak because i have never like used a lawnmower or done any type of yard work other than like planting a tree in kindergarten in my entire life but i can tell you <laughs> that the order that they're gardening in is like backwards okay first of all the guy with the wind blower comes in first right and then like Three hours later, I'm not kidding when I say this, three hours later, the guy with the lawnmower comes in and I'm like, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of the freaking windblower? Because now everything that you just blew into the grass is getting distributed because of the lawnmower. And then the guy with the weed whacker comes like another two hours later. Like they don't do it all in one time. They like spread it out over a couple of hours. And I'm not even kidding you when I say that these gardeners have been here for three freaking days this week. It's not necessary. It's so backwards to me. Like I'm not even like, and it's so funny because I would have never noticed. I would have never complained until I started doing a podcast and you notice like every single little sound because you're like, oh, my mic's going to pick that up or like, you know, you, I couldn't do record a podcast if the gardeners were here and I have these hedges that are on my patio area. So they come and they trim those hedges with and then the windblower guy comes back again. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so and I get it. Like I respect what this gardening company is doing because the the complex that I live in is owned by a multi billion dollar company. Okay, so they're just milking it. Granted, like I get it. I understand it. Okay, like you're probably charging an arm and a leg. And you want to keep the contract, so you're, like, trying to spread out the hours and the workload. I get it, okay? But, like, I have a podcast to record. And I'm not as self-centered as that sounds where, like, I'm like, oh, everything needs to stop so I can report record a podcast. Like, I totally understand that. And, like, worst case scenario, I can go into my closet and shut the door and it, like, doesn't pick up any sound. But that's not ideal. I don't want to record in my closet every single day. <laughs> or not that I record every single day, but, like, every time that I have to do a podcast, you know what I mean? Um, that's my little vent for the, mor- for the morning. Why did I just have a weird accent? Um... Yeah, I'm sorry you guys had to just listen to three minutes of me ranting about a gardener, but I feel like people can relate. Like, if you're the type of person that um, sleeps in, like, you would hate living here because they literally start at, like, 8.30. And I'm already up by that point, so I'm like, I don't really care. But it's always, it's not consistent. Like, you know, it would be okay 
if I knew, okay, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, they come between 11 and 3. Like, I wouldn't schedule podcasts. I wouldn't record those days, like, if I knew that they had a schedule. But like I said, it's so sporadic. Like, they never, they don't have, like, specific times and dates that they come. Um, But that's just my... (laughs) my little drama um there's actually this lady (laughs) who lives here she terrifies me she (laughs) she actually scares me like I when I see her I like like put my head down and I kind of like crouch up she terrifies me okay because this one time (laughs) the gardeners were here and she literally came out of her apartment and started yelling at these guys like I don't know what the situation was because I caught the tail end of it but I was just like I felt so bad because the guys were just like what the hell like we're just trying to do our jobs you know and I get that like I would never go and tell these guys like you know oh shut the f up like (laughs) I'm trying to record a podcast because they're just trying to do their jobs like I get it um so yeah ever since I saw this woman like literally chew out two guys in front of my apartment I was like I'm so terrified of her like she just really looks like a mean person she might be really nice but from what I've observed of her behavior I'm terrified of her I've also seen her like yell at the male man the male lady what are they what's the correct term you guys don't drag me the post office, the USPS delivery person, gentleman, lady, whatever. (laughs) She was yelling at them and it was scary. I don't do well when people yell or scream. I don't like it. (laughs) It makes me very uncomfortable. Um, She she's one of those people who like probably has to talk to a manager everywhere she goes like that's the type of person like you know that person you know exactly who I'm talking about like you already have a vision of that person in your brain like that's who my neighbor is (laughs) so yeah she terrifies me um okay anyway what this podcast is about is podcasting And I get this question, like, okay, not to be one of those annoying people who's like, I get this question all the time about my skincare routines. I'm going to share my skincare routine because, like, three people ask me about it. (laughs) Um, You know how those social media influencers are? You guys have been asking me about my skincare routine? Like, no, literally no one has been asking. Um, This is not that situation. I get asked uh, probably four to five times a week. Um, so how do you start a podcast? I want to talk to you about podcasting. How did you do it? Um, okay. I don't think, okay, this is another thing. And I hope that this doesn't come off wrong, but I think about this all the time. Like if I had the opportunity to talk to like Gary V, Marie Forleo, um, who else? Like, you know, bigger people in the online space, if I had the opportunity to talk to them, would I, what type of question would I ask them? And it wouldn't be like, how did you start your podcast? Like, you can Google that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that the questions, because I don't think there's a, such thing as a dumb question, but I do think that there is a a question that like you don't need to ask like how did you start a podcast 
Um, I don't know. I literally Googled it and figured it out in a weekend and just did it. Now, if you want to ask me about my podcasting process, like setting up interviews, how I pick, you know, what I'm going to talk about, like content, planning, like more, um, like more systematic process types of questions, I'm all for it. But I think it's really silly to ask someone, how did you start a podcast? Like, uh, Google it. Like, I don't understand. Everything is Googleable. Googleable. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, and I've said this quite a bit. When I started my podcast, I literally did it in a weekend. Um, I had just been on a podcast interview that Friday. I talked to the woman who did it, and I asked her, do you enjoy podcasting? And she was like, I love it. And I was like, why do you love it? Um, you know, what is your process like? Like, how often are you recording? Like, what's your favorite part about it? Like, more specific questions, not like, how did you do it? Um, and she was like, you should start your own podcast. And I was like, you know what? I should. And so you know what I did that weekend? I started a podcast. I Googled it and I was like, how to start a podcast? And all of these different platforms came up and I got, I did a little research. I spent a little time looking at microphones, you know, setting up a media kit. It took me a weekend to set up and I started reaching out to a couple of my friends on the online space and I was like, hey, I'm starting this podcast. Would you be interested in being a guest? Um, All of them said yes which I didn't ask like random people. I asked people that I had actually interacted with and I actually knew. And then I just kept going from there. And then I started asking them for recommendations for their friends and people in their network that they thought would be a good fit for the podcast. And I just expanded from there and refined my process from that point on. And I'm still in that I'm still and probably always will be refining the process on like what works and what doesn't work on the podcast and continuing to do research and asking about marketing, things like that. So podcasting is really as much or as little work as you want it to be. Some people are just like, I'm a rambling five minute, um, you know, podcast situation. That's cool. Some people like the interviews. Some people like to do different things like they're is so many different avenues that you can take with your podcast and it really is completely up to you because it gives you a lot of creative autonomy to talk about what you want to do what you want I don't like being put in a box um which is why like my podcast um library is like all over the place like I have business coaches I have spiritual leaders authors speakers like a really diverse set of people that I like to interview one because it's selfishly I'm very curious and I like to learn about different people's professions but also again I don't like to put myself or my podcast in a box to like where I only talk about one specific thing so it's really up to you I think um People say, you know, it's 2019, like there's already so many podcasts, like, you know, does the world really need another podcast? And absolutely, yes. If you're an online entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, if you're anyone or anything, you should a thousand percent create your own podcast. So I've talked about in like really detailed, great length about what podcasting has done for my business. And it's literally transformed it transformed. It's how I got into business consulting for online entrepreneurs, coaches, and healers. Um, 
I changed the name of my podcast about 50 episodes in and what it really did was when I started the podcast, I was interviewing a lot of like more mindfulness meditation healer type of people. Um, and that was their business. And when I would share with them like, oh, I built how I built my email list, how I was using Pinterest and how I was able to combine my business background with my blogging experience and use it to really propel my business forward. They were they had so many questions and I loved teaching them. And so I really realized that I could use my skills to help business owners who were more purpose driven. Right. Because sometimes coaches and healers of they're not business coaches, (laughs) coaches like their purpose isn't to build business. Right. Their purpose is to heal. Their purpose is to shift mindsets. Their purpose is to do X, Y, and Z. It's not necessarily like get into the nitty gritty of growing an email list, creating freebies, utilizing Pinterest, all of that. Um, and so that's when things really began to shift. And I enjoyed teaching and I enjoy storytelling and I enjoy connection. And podcasting has allowed me to do all three of those things. And it's also a really great business card. So I send out podcast links to people all the time. And because I aim for authenticity on my podcast, like this is just how I really am. Um, people get really the true version of myself. I'm not stuffy. I'm not pretentious. I'm not highly edited. Um, and I feel like that builds this element of comfort with the people who listen to the podcast and it makes it easier to receive clients because they feel comfortable coming to me because they feel like they know me. Am I making sense here? Like, you know, if you think about it, like people buy from people, right? Like if you had the option, I always use this example. If you lived, okay, this is like a perfect world, right? You live, (laughs) you live across the street from a Starbucks and a mom and pop coffee shop and Starbucks I don't really care for Starbucks. Maybe we should use coffee bean. I love coffee bean. They have the best ice. Do not argue me, argue with me on that. So if you lived across the street from a coffee bean and a mom and pop coffee shop, okay, prices were the same. Distance was the, was the same. All of those variables are equal. But at coffee bean, the person who makes your coffee every day, it's same coffee, right? Same exact type of coffee. Like there's no taste difference. The person at the mom and pop shop who makes your coffee every day, let's call her Gloria, she knows your order, she knows your name, she knows your dog's name, she knows that your grandma was in the hospital, she knows that you like your banana bread warmed up with a little side of butter. Like Gloria knows you and she welcomes you every day with a smile. When you go to Coffee Bean, some dude named Jack makes your coffee and just hands it to you, calls out your name at the bar. If you had a choice on your worst day, wouldn't you go see Gloria at the mom and pop coffee shop? Right? Because you're buying from Gloria. You're going there because she has a smile on her face. She's nice to you. She knows your name. She talks to you. You know a little about a bit about her. She's going to school to get her degree in graphic design. Um, she went to a No Doubt concert. Like, I don't know. Like, you just know a little bit more about her, right? You feel a thousand percent more inclined to go buy a cup of coffee from Gloria 
even if even if it was 25 cents more, you would probably rather go spend the money and buy from Gloria. And that's what I'm talking about here when you're talking about building a business is people buy from people. And that is why that connection and that authenticity is so important. And that is what podcasting has been able to do for my business is allow people to see another side of me because when they look at my Instagram or they look at your Facebook, they're only getting one dimension of you, right? It might be a picture, it might be a live, it might be a a post or whatever it is. And sometimes those things are scripted, sometimes they're edited, all of those things. But with podcasting, you're really getting a version of a person that's, I think, a little bit more authentic. And so I've kind of had to to navigate that a little bit because in the beginning I was highly, highly overproducing, over editing my podcast because I wanted them to be perfect. And I had to drop that immediately because it is so draining. Um, So think about it in that sense of allowing your audience or the community that you're building to to see a side of you that maybe isn't coming through on other platforms. And a lot of people say this too, like, I said this in the beginning, like people are like, oh, like there's already so many podcasts. Does the world need another podcast? It's too saturated. Like, uh, you know, Joe Rogan is already killing it. Like, why would you even try to compete with Joe Rogan? First of all, you're not competing with Joe Rogan. You're not competing with anyone. The only person you should be competing against is yourself. So it's only saturated any market. It's only saturated if you say it is. Because remember, we create our own truths. You can look at data, you can look at numbers, but at the end of the day, like if you're podcasting because you enjoy it, the sat like you there's obviously like a million po- health podcasts out there. But you have your own unique voice and your own unique story and you need to share that. The world needs your story, it needs your voice. Um So people who say like, oh, it's such a saturated market, like honestly, don't listen to those people. They probably, one, have never been in business and two, don't probably don't have their own podcast. So as you get started, like even if you start a general health podcast or general business podcast, as you continue to record and move forward in your podcasting schedule and just routine, like you're going to find what's unique about yourself and your podcast, like what that specific unique little purple cow situation is about yourself and about your brand and about your story. And that only comes out as you continue to record because yes, there are some people who have incredibly cool, interesting, unique stories. And you're just like, wow, like I'm not that cool. I'm not that unique, but you are, you just might not have found that voice or that part of yourself yet. And that only comes out as you continue to move forward. Um, People who think that you need a lot of equipment and like it's expensive. I don't know how that drives that question drives me insane. Like people who are like, I don't know how to do that. Again, fucking Google it. (laughs) I can't stress this enough. Google it. Or, or like, I can't, it just, it's so, I'm like trying to bite my tongue and tread lightly here without like completely sounding like a a bitch, but don't waste people's time with questions of like, how do I do this? Unless it's extremely technical, which podcasting is not technical at all. It, It really is not. Like there are apps out there that make it 
literally plug and play. <laughs> Trust me. Um, people who say that it's a lot of work, it's as much as as little work as you want it to be. I think work ethic does play a huge part in being consistent and building an audience for sure. Um, but again, if you're just doing it because you kind of want to have fun, you want to test the waters, that's cool too. Um, and you don't need to have, you know, a great work ethic or be super consistent with, with podcasting. Um, the, hold on, I'm going to take a sip of water. The excuse of, I don't have the right equipment. Um, no one does. Literally no one does in the beginning, unless you are already super successful and you have the resources to go and buy an, a you know, fancy microphone and the setup and hire editors and producers and all of that, which is great if you can do that. Absolutely. But 90% of the people who start podcasts don't have all of that equipment. I actually just saw a picture from, I think, when Joe Rogan started his podcast and it was like the most janky setup situation I've ever seen. He was like recording on Zoom I think he was recording on his laptop camera. Like, it just looked so janky. And I loved that. Like, I love seeing the progress of people. Like, I know a lot of times, like, when you see... Okay, I, like, love Joe Rogan's podcast. I think it's um incredible. Like, absolute hashtag goals. Like, there's a lot of other podcasts that I look up to, too. But I think Joe Rogan is, like, the most um, famous podcast in the world. Um... But I love seeing that progression in people like it doesn't impress me with where someone is currently at. What impresses me is when I can see someone's progression like I started here and now I'm here and I worked really hard to get here Um, and I or not even worked hard. I mean, yes, that's probably part of it, but I got the right people on my team. I began to learn the platform. I you know, refined my process. I got better guests. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone. And then I got here. To me, that story, that middle ground, that middle piece, that's what's interesting to me. And that's what's impressive to me. So to see Joe Rogan or anyone who has started from like, who was okay with sucking, right? He like the podcasts in the beginning, my first couple podcasts, like you really have to understand they're you're going to they're going to suck. I'm sorry to say it. They're going to (laughs) suck. My first couple of episodes were horrible. Like I listen back to them now and the audio quality, my questions, the layout, the format, the editing. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I always freak out when someone's like, oh, yeah, I listened to your podcast. And I'm like, I really hope it wasn't one of the first 30 episodes because I was still getting my shit together. Like I still get a little insecure about it and like weird. But at the same time, like I have to remind myself, like, look at the progress that we've made. And that's what we can hold on to is that progress. So as long as you're okay sucking in the beginning and not really understanding and knowing what you're doing, but having the willingness to learn and the willingness to adapt, you're going to be fine. All right. Well, that's all that I've got for you today, folks. (laughs) Um, I love podcasting. I don't foresee myself stopping the podcasting, putting the podcast on hold or anything like that for a really long time because it's really, really something that I enjoy doing and it allows me to connect with 
people on a weekly basis and I thrive in that connection. So yeah, if you guys do like the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a review or star rating on whatever platform you're listening on and also subscribe to the podcast. It helps so much and I would really, really appreciate it. If you guys ever have any questions or want to be on the show or have feedback, I'm totally open to that. You can send an email to info at livingbreely.com or find me on Instagram and slide in my DMs at livingbreely. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful, beautiful weekend. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye.